to those of you who are not in the US, perhaps you are joining us from India or elsewhere. We have people from all over the globe that join our Thursday evening, 108 Pearls of Wisdom. So I really appreciate that you come on every week, whether you're viewing Facebook Live or you join us on Zoom, we are just so happy to have you here with us. It's, we're building such an incredible community and there's no one I'd rather spend time with than you. So thank you again for joining. It's always our pleasure to have you here every Thursday night. Tonight is a special night as always. We are exploring our 22nd Pearl of Wisdom. And this pearl of wisdom is dignity. And for those of you who have worked with me new, or perhaps you have come to our Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday meditations, um, we have come to an understanding of what dignity is and, and obviously that we're born with it. But Minu is gonna take us deeper into the seven facets of dignity and ways of reconnecting them. So this is going to be a very exciting evening for all of us. Um, so how do you know that you're on track and how do you know what pitfalls to avoid? So these are a few of the things that Minu will be exploring with us on tonight's journey. So I am so excited. I always love, I look forward to every Thursday night. I look forward to the wisdom that Minu brings to the table. And tonight is a very special night. So everyone who's with us on Zoom, if you have a question for Minu, she is going to open the floor tonight to questions. So you just want to type those questions for us so that we know, and we will be going over those at the end of the night. If you don't get your question answered tonight, no worries. You can always contact us and we will make sure we get to it another way. So we are gonna talk about what it takes to rise up to become a majestic dignitarian. And I know I'm excited. The more knowledge, the more information that Minu shares with me, the more I grow and the deeper an understanding I have to this incredible gift of dignity that we are all born with. So thank you all for joining us tonight for this 22nd Pearl of Wisdom, which is dignity. And Minu will explain, as she always does a little bit about the 108 Pearls of Wisdom. We're delivering them every week, one a week on Thursday evenings. We usually don't have a Q&A. So this is a great special night tonight because we will have an opportunity to have those questions answered. And I'm gonna go ahead and turn the floor over to Minu because we already have guests that are arriving. Um, they are coming from all over the world. We have Sushant and Renell, David and Helene, welcome. So great to see you all. Sean, great to see you. Thank you guys for coming. I was just explaining to all of our Facebook friends that this 22nd Pearl of Wisdom, most of you have heard it. It's about dignity, but we're going to go deeper and deeper tonight. So you'll know when you're on track and you'll know what pitfalls to avoid. So welcome everyone. Hi, Mary. Good to see you. And I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to me new and I'll handle the back room. Minu, thank you so much for our, getting us all together every Thursday night, our family, and I'll just make sure I keep the back room going um, as we venture into the 22nd Pearl of Wisdom. Thank you, Catherine, and hello, everyone. So yes, this is a Pearl of Wisdom on dignity, something that many of you who've been uh, 
tracking me since I started talking about the World Dignity Forum and the whole concept of dignity. You know, this is something that uh, has been very dear to me for a long time. So I'm very excited that it is chosen as one of the pearls of wisdom. So today we are going to talk about the seven facets of dignity. And my guidance for today was to open the floor up for some questions. So we will go ahead and also take some questions. Uh, so Catherine's probably already set it up. If you have questions, you can put them in the chat. And um, if you have a burning question, you can of course raise your hand and uh, when, when it's time, Catherine will take it over from there. The questions don't have to be about dignity, they could be about anything. And we'll see what chooses to come through. So everything is coming in a cluster of seven, as far as uh, the pearls of wisdom are concerned. So the first facet really is an understanding of dignity itself. What is dignity? Dignity is an honoring of our own worthiness. And it is from that space that we stand in our own worthiness, owning it, acknowledging it for ourselves. And we are able to honor that in others and in nature itself. So what this means is that it is a given. We are worthy is a given. So you've often heard me say, and in fact, that is the second facet of dignity. And I'll talk about the first and the second one in an interrelated way. The second facet is that dignity is one of the three things that you are born with. Yes, we were created by the creator. Whatever the creator looks like or whatever it is that you believe about the creator. We were created by the creator. And we were given these three very important um, devices and tools. And one of those three is dignity. Now, what, we, what were we given? If dignity is honoring of our own worthiness, we were given the ability to honor. And since the only reality when you begin your journey is you before you come into the world with your, you know, taking your first breath and you connect to others, then that honor, the, cap the capability of honoring is applied to you. So what, what about you can that honor be applied to, to your own worthiness? So there is, what this means is that we are born with an inner knowing of our own worthiness. And that in itself is such a huge understanding that we are worthy. So much of the vibe of lack, so much of command control, and slightly dysfunctional ways in which we sometimes show up, forcing our way through, often comes from, you know, this undertone of and an underlying questioning of our own worthiness. 
So let's look at if dignity is something you are born with. You're born with an innate ability to honor. You are born with an innate knowingness that you are worthy. You also are born with a whole collection and a repertoire of gifts and talents that you would classify as worthy. I mean, the bottom line is, as many of you who join the human vibe attunement know, that this human form itself, if it is a, if it is a, a vessel that is a, that holds the innate vibration of love, which is an amplifying frequency, it's worthy. And you know, where the questioning of worthiness begins, it begins from that deep-seated inner conflict between the soul presence in this human form. And so it is a soul being in the human form, the conflict being the human form looks like um, you know, it, it's got mortality, it's fragile, as compared to the resilient, um, eternal soul presence. So is the human form worthy of this soul presence? To be the solo expression of the soul? That's where the question begins. So even though you are born with it, the that question gets planted very early on, which is where the other two things that we are born with become very relevant. Because when a question occurs, you make a choice. And the choice is to either seek that answer right now or to unconditionally accept whatever the answer response may be. And so that you exercise this second piece that you are born with, which is choice. So choice is again, something that we are always choosing. We never forget choice. Even if we want to, we don't forget it. We are always choosing, even when we choose to make no choice. Dignity on the other hand, we ignore or we forget. What we are born with, the, the, we are so well protected. And these three things that we are born with are ring-fenced in such a powerful way that they become almost indestructible while we hold this human form. So this is the third facet of dignity, that it is indestructible. It cannot be diminished and it cannot be destroyed. It is as powerful and as strong as it was when you first took birth on this planet as a fetus and it remained strong all the way until your first breath day and it continued until you chose to ignore it. The strength is still not lost. It is still there, it has just been ignored which is why when we go into the space of ignoring dignity, we have to work really hard at it. We have to find such strong distractions that keep proving to us that we, you know, that we have a questioning worthiness. We have to work really hard at that. And we think we have to work hard at 
you know, feeling dignity, feeling that dignity in ourselves. No, it's the other way around. You are born with dignity. It is, you're born with, your, with an ability to honor. What you are honoring is your own worthiness. And it is in that space, standing in that space, you learn to honor that in others. Automatically, when you stop honoring, when you ignore your own worthiness, the honor aspect starts being applied to various things outside of you. But you have ignored one of the three things that you're born with. So you, it, you give yourself permission to rip others of their dignity. And this beautiful gift of language that we are given starts to take on an ugly track and we start using words that are demeaning. I'm gonna just go through the facets of dignity. And then I'm going to talk more about how you work with all of them. So it's only when we give ourselves, when, when we ignore dignity in ourselves, do we give ourselves permission to do the same with others. The bottom line is dignity remains strong. It is not diminished. It is just a matter of reconnecting. So given that you have the capacity to honor, you're born with, that's your innate capacity. And your own worthiness exists. It is a given then to work with this, you ask the question, what are, what are the, you know, how, what are the things that I feel are worthy about me? And initially your answers will come from the perspective of being judgmental. And that's okay. Right now, we are starting to create a return of the inner knowingness of all that you, you feel worthy about. So this is one of those things that you literally keep a journal in which you keep jotting down everything that you discover about you that makes you feel worthy. Honoring is an, is an act and the way to access what it is like doing honoring, you may want to actually be honoring. So you define, you know, when in the work that in my B work, you, you know that when you choose a B word, you always define what that is. So what does honoring mean to you? How do you know that you are honoring? So if you choose to be honoring today, what does that look like? What kind of a state are you in? 
So for me, I define honoring as I'm, uh, it's a state where I'm feeling expanded and infinitely appreciative, observing the magnificence of everyone and all that surrounds me. So when I choose the B word of be honoring, I'm experiencing, I'm looking for that experience of feeling expanded and deeply appreciative of the magnificence of everyone and all that surrounds me. And when I choose the B word, and this is a practice that you can take on for yourself, I usually give myself, um, you know, a, a timer reminder, you know, so once every hour, just for a few, for a few seconds, I mean, usually a minute, doesn't need to be any longer than that. I reconnect to being honoring. And this was a practice that I adopted, you know, from about three years ago, ever since I started understanding in greater detail what dignity is. And literally, all it requires is returning to the remembrance that we were born with it and starting start to proactively honor your own worthiness. And for that, you will need to recognize all that you believe makes you worthy. And really where you're, where you're aiming to get to is that connection to the knowing. Initially, you will begin because the disconnect from dignity that comes from us ignoring it is so, it, it's, it's quite, it causes a, a bit of a chasm. So initially, what is it about me that I honor will be like a collection of data points about you. You know, it could be the sound of your voice, it could be um, you know, your achievements, whatever it may be, it's okay. Collect those data points. And remember the journey from data to knowing has got a series of steps. So give yourself that time to go through those series of steps. So data becomes information becomes knowledge, becomes wisdom, becomes knowing. Now, here's the interesting thing about dignity. Because it, you are born with that knowingness about your own worthiness, you don't have to necessarily go through these steps. Just be patient. Any one of those steps can catapult you straight into knowing of all of your worthiness. And if that doesn't happen, it's okay. Get the data points. Looking at that collection of data points, you start to summarize certain pieces of information. And as you work with the information that you're getting, it starts to become knowledge. As you start acting on that knowledge, it starts to become wisdom. 
And the more action you take in a conscious way, you know, really honoring your own worthiness and doing that more concertedly, expanding your repertoire, expanding your, your, your treasure trove with all that you can see and witness that is worthy about you and consciously choose to stand in that space. That some aspect of that, that wisdom starts to become a knowing and there's just a little bit of a critical mass that reaches and a tipping point occurs and you are in that space of knowing. And it all comes back. When it comes back, it transforms the choices you make because you're now standing in a different place. You're standing in a knowing that, you know, you are worthy and you're honoring yourself. The fourth facet of our dignity, nobody gives it to you, nobody can take it away. Nobody can reduce it. Nobody can make you feel less dignified. Dignity depletion is a direct function of the extent to which you allow it to be depleted. It does not deplete. It's just that a stronger shield comes up and there is greater reinforcement with which you ignore it. It does not get depleted. We try so hard to give our power away to so many things from weather to COVID to, you know, news to our emotions. And every time you give your power away to something outside of you, and you start using terms such as, I have to, I need to, I must, you know that you are putting up shields that take you away from that remembrance of dignity as something that you are born with. So it is down to you. It is down to you. It is down to you to give that power away and it is down to you to take that power back. And this whole, this is where it is in the context of this facet that that ability of being able to operate as an observer comes in. Being able to observe your reactions, your responses, the choices you're making, the choices others are making without necessarily having to react instantly is all a, if a direct function of you standing in your core knowing that, you know, dignity is your reality. And when you know that dignity is your reality, you know that you are worthy and you are honoring it. So dignity is the perfect um, harmonization of the being and doing dance. You know, 
you 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 go into a space of being honoring you also go into the space of being worthy and dignity becomes your reality it's just so when it comes to dignity and this whole point this this particular facet of nobody can give it to you and nobody can take it away from you that requires some conscious effort because we have become very used to giving our power away to a variety of things be it money like i said be it be it whether be it to key relationships and all it is doing is literally just building up stronger and stronger um shields that keep you away from that inner knowing so to return to dignity you know just go at it softly and gently you know baby steps is fine but these things that we are born with taking baby steps is is actually fine because remember baby steps and now that i'm observing these baby steps right surrounded by babies i know that when the baby takes that step it's done it starts walking it starts running in no time so baby steps doesn't mean little steps it just means you are taking the steps like a baby where the reality shifts for the baby its world view shifts when it takes certain steps and it's a new world so when it comes to dignity i very proactively suggest take the baby steps yes people feel safe about that and yet it is the baby steps that transform your world view and there is no going back you cannot suddenly say to that baby no 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 okay that's fine you've learned to walk now sit down and bounce in that bouncy chair it will not <laughs> it will not so seriously go forth and take those baby steps with dignity the fastest way of going from data points to knowing this is a really big one about you know nobody can give it to you nobody can diminish it nobody can take it away it is yours to have you already have it it always was it always will be so how do you work with this knowing it feels you know it's great it's liberating and yet it can also be intensely annoying you know when you spend a long time in certain dysfunctional relationships really holding on to a truth that this person that you're in in a relationship with is depleting you of your dignity and that is the truth because there's so much evidence to that and you know i was in an abusive relationship my first marriage was that and there was more than enough evidence for me and for anyone else 
but I also know that he wouldn't have been able to lift a finger had I chosen for that not to be the case. I didn't know it then, I know it now. So be mindful of, you know, he makes me sad, he makes me angry, you know, this makes me upset, this frustrates me no end, you know? And shift your words to say, I choose to allow him to make me feel angry. I choose to allow this to make me feel sad. And it's okay to make those choices sometimes. You know, I choose to allow what's occurring in India right now to make me feel sad. I, it's a matter of choice. Now I can do something about it. It makes me sad. All it's doing is it's reminding you that everything is out of control. And, you know, it literally is such a massive train wreck trajectory you get into. And it is a very, you know, um, dysfunctional way of using the power that you are born with. Literally, we are the power rangers, you know. We are born with these powers. And choice is a very big power we are born with. And the first place we apply it often is to forget that we are, we are born with dignity, to ignore dignity by choosing to give our power away to outside things. So watch your language, how you're using it. Because really the journey is, you know, we have over the years become quite masterful at having ignored dignity given that dignity is really honoring of our own worthiness. So it's all to do with us. It begins with us, it ends with us. This is the next facet of dignity, which is, you know, it truly is a, is a depiction of your world. It begins with you and it ends with you. If you think the world outside of you is being really very, you know, undignified, and that's why my whole thing when I was doing the World Dignity Movement, when I first started talking about it, you know, I, I would say, I would talk about it isn't limited to human dignity. It is, it is there, but it is not limited to that. But when humans remember that dignity is something that they are born with, then they are able to stand in that space and nature will experience a dignified resurrection. This whole situation where a tree has value when it is chopped, in the forest it has no value, is coming from that space of humans ignoring the dignity that they have, ignoring this very important facet. Another facet of dignity is, it is, a, it is the key to experiencing, you know, what Tammy, a dear friend of ours, calls abundance. 
Because remember, it is linked to your own worthiness. It is linked to you honoring your own worthiness. And when you get into that space of honoring, recognizing your own worthiness, honoring it, what happens? The universe, your comrade, multiplies it because the universe only works in one way, applying the multiplier effect. So it starts to multiply. What is it multiplying? It's multiplying your worthiness. You start being presented with recognition, accolades from others. You start being presented with opportunities and openings and new possibilities that further enrich and enhance your worthiness. You start being presented with you know, dismantling of obstacles, barriers, blocks, and new pathways opening up. Because lack disappears. Lack stems from us ignoring our own worthiness and not recognizing that. You start becoming so aware and present to your own gifts and talents and your own worthiness. And there's a, so there is no lack then. Lack starts to disappear. And it, you know, when with dignity, the interesting thing is it because it is to do with the knowing, even though I'm asking you to use the data points to get to a state of knowing, you'll get to a state of knowing really fast. You feel whole and complete. You stand in your center. You don't need to beat your chest about it. You are just so walking, talking, breathing, singing, dancing, contemplating, bundle of worthiness. And what it does is this is the other interesting thing about dignity. And it's this, this abundance aspect of, of abundance facet of dignity. It is very sensory, very sensory. You feel it, you know, you feel it's like, you know, um, there's a yuckiness that, that, that appears when you feel that somebody is, is taking your dignity away. It, it affects a taste, it affects, just doesn't smell good, doesn't feel good. Your eyes don't want to see, your ears just want to shut this, this situation out or this person out or this noise out. It's very, very sensory. So when you start reversing the clock and going back to what you were born with, your senses become open and very activated. You will actually notice a shift in your, your ability to, to see or hear you will start experiencing those fine nuances in the fragrances that you are presented with. You will develop a very unique taste of flavors because you're able to go deeper into it. It literally, there's like a blossoming of your senses that take place.
I'm seeing questions coming on the in the chat. I'm not addressing them in my talk because we'll address them when we do the question and answers. I really love this, you know, the abundance part. part. Awesome and abundant. And it all comes from your own worthiness. Dignity is a very powerful, centering way of showing up in your regalia. When we did the World Dignity Forum, we had uh, we had uh, we had decided to give certain dignitarian awards, and really, what I got was everyone is a dignitarian. And it's just a matter of connecting to that. And this facet, the abundance facet of dignity is the one that allows you to step into you as the dignitarian. So how do you deal with, you know, sometimes people give you compliments Sometimes they are gushing with compliments. And I mean, you know, I, I respond to it very differently now. I receive it with grace. Whereas in my previous incarnation, I would sort of say, oh, not at all, not at all, you know. But it's like literally a slap in the person's face. And it's vulnerable enough to give someone a compliment. And then for it to be just ignored with this slap back was coming from the space of really ignoring my own worthiness and having given myself permission to ignore that in others. My response now is, you know, a deep sense of gratitude to the generosity of the person that is sharing this compliment. And this is, this next one is a very, I love it. I love this facet of dignity. You know, this understanding that, it, that your world begins with you and it ends with you. Dignity is, you know, it's like you can enrich it and enhance it by your communication, by your words. And it's not just the words that you speak, it's also the words that you think. So it really calls you to be an acute and a keen observer of how you think, what you speak. And as you observe, you literally start sinking, you know, getting into sync with your thoughts and your words. So what do you say to you, you say to another. What do you say to others, you say to yourself. So given that that is the case, you know, when we go and deplete or demean someone else. We are only talking about ourselves. 
you will not be able to, and I'm saying this so emphatically, having spent at least over a decade really delving into this, I what I've learned is that the words that come out of your mouth are only, they only come out of your mouth for anybody else if you hold those true for yourself. So even when you're looking at political leaders or people who do really horrible things and you, you come up with awful, nasty words, there is something about you that is allowing for that vibration to be communicated with such strength in your words. And it is this study of dignity that got me to see that, that really when people are being really nasty and horrible to others and outside, people outside of them or even to the environment, there is a huge disconnect that they have placed themselves in, a disconnect from their own worthiness. Honoring is far, far away. And that's why they seek their powers through their words and how they communicate or an aggression with which they have to show up outside the pull force with which they want to drive things across the finish line sometimes. It's a disconnect. And it's very easy to slide into it. It is so subtle and so easy to slide into. And then we start developing strategies and ways in which we keep ourselves disconnected. So just simply by watching what you say to you, you say to another. So if you have the dialogue of, you know, oh, I'm not worthy of that, or, you know, I am, I'm really upset and I don't deserve this or whatever it is, that's what you're saying to the other person. You're not worthy, you don't deserve it. And what you say to others, you say to yourself. So it's as if you're reminding yourself of that which you observe in others. It goes both ways. I know that there are some people who are amazingly generous with their compliments. So, you know, I take this, the whole compliments piece very seriously indeed. You know, it really is a reflection of the generosity. Now, sometimes people give compliments and they don't mean it. They have, they have an ulterior motive, but it's okay, that's their journey. Even if they don't mean it and they've just given a compliment because they want something from you, I choose to stand at my dignity and receive it. And it literally, what it does is I am honoring my own worthiness, I'm standing in that space and automatically in my listening, I'm honoring that in the other person. Something pops open. They either reveal that they were being inauthentic or they, they just go step away. When you are standing 
and completely claiming and owning your dignity, you are being a dignitarian. Your presence transforms. And this is the, the final facet of dignity, which is dignity transforms your presence. You become that majestic dignitarian that shows up, that does not need to say anything. And people feel you and experience you. They experience your presence. And even the most hurtful of people transform their own demeanor towards you. The, my biggest learning from really engaging with all of these different facets of dignity was that really my world is actually my world. It begins with me, it ends with me. And anything outside of me is only a reflection of what is going on inside of me. So the key thing is how you work with this, how you make the move from wherever you're at to you know, getting to a state of knowingness about dignity, going back to what you were born with as a baby. Is to allow those, those you know, data points to emerge. Notice, take some dedicated time, give yourself, I mean, for several years, I created a daily dignity segment. And it was a dignity segment really focusing on this whole question of honoring my own worthiness. And it was great, my God. I mean, every day, you know, it began the first day, what was like, it was actually three days of silence is how it began. And then it began with, okay, half an hour. And then it went down to five minutes and then it went down to two minutes. I didn't need any more than that. But it was great to, every single day to find something else that went into my worthiness basket. And I learned all these different ways to honor myself. And then this understanding of what I say to me, I say to others, what I say to others, I say to myself. So it's like, okay, that's a really nice way to honor me. Okay, I'm going to find others that I'm going to honor this way. And you know, those of you who've done the body of work on, on your source mastery, the miracle journeyers, you, you will already start seeing how easy it was for me to operate from source all the time. I was at the source of my life all the time. Nothing and no one can take it away. And it did not have to be command and control. It it all it required was a collaborative co-creation of coexistence as a matter of choice. Dignity indeed. And this is what really holds everything together about dignity. It literally is the string that holds the pearls that make this planet a planet that works for everyone. And it's a string that has, its integrity has been 
has been affected. But it's a string that's actually indestructible. <clears throat> so we've literally broken up the pearls, the string is still there. So in the context of you and your life, it is all the different elements that make your life as a life that works not just for you, but for everyone that's around you. An extraordinary life where all aspects of life can coexist with ease, joy and grace. Dignity is that string that pulls it all together. I'm always very enthusiastic and excited with what we are born with. Because, you know, all it takes is a little bit of concerted effort. It took me <coughs> more than two years. But I was learning about it. I didn't have anyone who had told me about all of these different facets of dignity. I didn't know the definition of dignity. I received it as a download that I had to, you know, lead a, a campaign to seed the world dignity movement. And it had to be done by a certain date. I see now why it had to be done by a certain date with everything that we are going through. So I just took it on and had to learn about it. Knowing what I know, you don't have to take two years to go from an understanding about it to a knowing. Implement it. And enjoy, 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 enjoy creating a dignity segment, however long or short it may be, but just do it. Take the next 12 months, you know, every day, create a dignity segment. And that's your time. So my me time for those two and a half years, or two and a bit years, became my dignity segment. And sure, I did my breathing practice and all of that. But that was like the yummy, the yummiest, juiciest, the most nourishing part of my me time. <clears throat> Recognizing my own worthiness and learning all these different variety of ways of honoring myself and then sharing that with the world. I'm going to open up for questions now. Over to you, Catherine. Thank you so much, Minu. I just love that reference that you just gave us, that when you, when you have this pearl, this string that holds all the pearls together, that's really the dignity. I just love that visual. Thank you so much for that. And we have a lot of questions that have come in. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to have... Nita's question as the first one, and then Vince, I've sent you a message. So if you can look at that, you can um, let me know which is the most important question from you. So Nita asked, when you stand up to your dignity, it can sometimes be seen as egotistical, brushed aside even. So how can one handle that? If you could give us that information. Hmm. So here's the thing, you know, um, what I'm saying here is that when you own your own worthiness and you stand in that recognition of your own worthiness and it gets brushed aside, well, it's not brushed aside for you. You still remain worthy. 
If the, the opposite person is choosing to brush it aside, okay, that's their journey. You're, you don't have to brush it aside. It's not brushed aside for you. It only gets brushed aside by, by you, it, for you if you choose to take on the other person's reaction as yours. As a reaction that you're now going to act upon on yourself. Now just know you made that choice. You are the powerful one. Nobody has the power to brush aside anything. You choose to accept it and say, okay, fine. I will adjust at this point. And that's fine. Just own it. Okay, I'm choosing to do that. And return back to, you know, where you feel you experience that worthiness again. So nobody can brush it aside unless you choose to allow them to do that. So it takes a few steps, Nita. You know, you, you begin with, first of all, really owning your own worthiness. All of this occurs because we don't own it. We really are not that fragile, you know. We are not. We are born with a big collection of stuff that makes us worthy. Nothing can take that away from us unless we choose to give it to them. Over to you, Catherine. Thank you, Minu. Um, Vince, I'm gonna actually bring you on. Um, there's lots and lots of questions. And if you can ask the, the question that's the most pressing, that would be awesome um, as succinctly as possible. Cause I know we don't have a lot of time and I wanna encourage others. This isn't just a time for you to ask your questions about dignity. This is a time for you to ask questions that might have been lingering recently um, that you wanna ask me new about anything. So this is your chance. So go ahead and, and write those in the comments if you'd like. I'm gonna go ahead and bring Vince on to ask one. Vince had um, many different questions in the chat and all irrelevant, but I think Minu answered many of those. So if there's still one that's pressing Vince, um, please ask that and hopefully this will work. So let's see. Okay, can everyone see Vince? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead, Vince. Hi, Minu. Uh, most of the questions all centered around if you were raised in a childhood where you really didn't feel a sense of worthiness, how do you, how does one discover that? If you're, if you're constantly around where you feel a lack of worthiness, at mm -hmm. what point do you, do you yes. acquire it or do you notice, you know? You know, this whole piece about, um, about us ignoring our own dignity actually occurs very earlier on in life, you know? And it, that's why it takes a while to re-recognize that we are the worthy one. So wherever you're at, Vince, you know, at some point in our childhood, we would have made certain choices and chosen to ignore dignity and then used bull force or used throwing a tantrum to get attention, whatever it may be, you know, um, all of that starts to occur. I'm just so present to, I have a newborn grandbaby and I have a three-year-old who's obviously gone through, the three-year-old has gone through certain, um, you know, experiences. So already is in a space where he'll throw a tantrum to get attention for certain things. Now this tiny little baby is completely in the remembrance that it is the worthy one. 
It does not throw a tantrum. It's quite interesting. It gets everything that it wants. Now we have the ability, and at some point it is going to start connecting the dots and for certain things it'll start throwing tantrums. But that's just an indication of, okay, there's a disconnect that is happening around dignity here. And it starts, I'm very ob observant of, it starts very earlier on in life. Now, how do you get it back? And this is where you use this, this point of mind. Once you understand that dignity is an honoring of your own worthiness, you're born with the capacity to honor and you are born with the knowing of your own worthiness. Now, we just have to connect the two. You have, and you know that you have the ability to honor because in the, in, you know, there are many, many instances where you have been so honoring of yourself as well as of others. So you know, you know, you know how to do it. You just haven't connected it to your own worthiness. So, well, let's just get proactive about that. And let's actually consciously start noticing it. And it'll begin with data points, you know, and when, if you, if you adopt the strategy of, you know, have your dignity segment, every day for the next 12 months, you know, just do it for five minutes. You notice all that you'd written yesterday about that, which is worthy of you, you know, and you start adding to it. And you that even in looking at that list and as you're adding to it, it starts getting converted into information. And then you start noticing how you work with this, you know, literally by the end of the week, you would have gotten to knowledge and wisdom level around your own worthiness. And at some point, the switch flicks and it's a knowing that comes in. You know, and also the longer we hold on to, um, you know, whatever it is that we are blaming that is depleting us of our dignity, we are continuing to hold that in a position of power to take our power away. We grew up in the way we grew up. You know, yeah, I fell in love and I was beaten up for 10 years. And for a long time, I gave that, gave power away to that. I don't need to do it anymore. It was an incident. It was a happening. It was a formative one. You know, and in amidst all of that, I found so many things to be worthy about. So, you know, when I did this one, I did two and a, two and a bit years, two, two years and three months or four months or something like that of a daily dignity segment. I even had times where I would take particular incidents in my life where I felt completely demeaned and depleted of dignity. And there was so much evidence of what was going on around me that was making that happen. And I looked at what was worthy in me. As a result of that, as a consequence of that, you know, what was worthy in me that allowed me to even, even accept that kind of behavior. There was, you know, deep compassion that I had for this person that was so demeaning. So that was worthy, that was noteworthy, you know, for me to acknowledge. So, you know, start doing it in a very proactive way. You've done enough work with me to know that I always say, bring your mind along with you to take proactive action. And you know, when you bring your mind along, Notice from your by being present, so your heart is engaged. And dignity is something you're born with. As you go through that journey of data to information to knowledge to wisdom, you're connecting 
all the connections, all the way down to your inner wisdom. So thank you, Vince, for asking this. Got me to address various important aspects of dignity. You know, what a great explanation. I think that was helpful for all of us. Thank you for asking the question, Vince. Um, we have another question. This will probably be our last question. So if there are any burning, burning questions, please go ahead and write those in the comments, the chat. Um, this one's from Renell. Thank you, Renell, for asking this question. Thinking about bliss, is bliss simply a feeling or more of a state of being? And how is bliss related to dignity? Mm. Yeah, very good one. I mean, you know, we did the we did the whole pearl of wisdom on bliss, and really the bottom line with bliss is counting your blessings. Um, you know, to be in bliss, count your blessings. So, how is bliss related to dignity? Bliss can be a very powerful consequence of engaging in 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 owning your own dignity, because as you honor your own worthiness you can start counting your blessings for having been born with all of these things that make you worthy. And bliss is the consequence of that. So bliss is one of those consequential experiences. You can totally and completely connect it and link it to dignity by having every little thing that you have identified as your own worthiness and have that honoring of the way of honoring be one, which includes you honoring the blessing of being born with this worthiness and then recognizing the blessing of you that you are able to share with the world. And dignity is completely reinforced. Very powerful way of getting into a state of knowing around dignity by counting your blessings and experiencing bliss around it. So your association with dignity, I mean, this is the other piece because dignity has been so, um, in, in the way it has been written about, it, it, it's very charged and loaded by connecting it to bliss as a consequence by you know, literally counting everything that you honor about yourself, everything that you feel is worthy as a blessing, you shift your association with dignity and it gets into a state of knowing it becomes an isness because it is. Mindy, we have one more question and I'd like to actually have Sushant um, unmute himself. He'd like to ask this last question and we'll be wrapping up right after this. So Sushant, go ahead if you wanna unmute yourself. Thank you, thank you, Catherine. Uh, Minu, my question is, uh, you did say that, suppose you are, uh, you feel that somebody is not being dignified towards you. Uh, mm -hmm. Your first step is to, uh, to honor your own dignity is to take the baby steps of recognizing what is dignified about you uh, mm -hmm. and feeling dignified yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that, in your opinion, shift that person's behavior towards you automatically? Or do you actually have to confront that person in a dignified way to mention to that person that you want to honor your dignity? Uh, where where is the fine balance between confrontation and uh, nuance? So yes, yes, yes. This is a really um, so. The first thing to recognize, Sushant, is that we may have given for all this time. We may have given that power away to this person to 
you know, deplete our dignity. And we may even have attributed the fact that this person has done that. Um, now, when you, the, the first thing I say to everyone is, it's as if take your oxygen mask and wear it first. So get yourself before you even confront anyone, you first really get into that space where you are completely owning everything that is worthy about you and you are in the state of honoring your own worthiness. So that's like the first step, just get yourself into a state where you are experiencing that abundance, uh, uh, abundantness in you. Now, when you are to, to talk to someone else, you then are able to focus on the facts as opposed to a reaction, which then becomes um, adversarial because you know there's, there's the person said something, you made it mean something, you accepted that it depleted your, your dignity and you confront them and then they go in with a bigger attack. The dignified way of interacting is really stating the facts. It's not about meaning. You know, when someone feels attacked back because you're accusing them of taking your dignity away, well, they never did. You know, they may have reacted in whatever way they did, you know, and it didn't feel good, but you give them the power to suddenly now be the one that has taken your dignity away. You talking to them about this is what you said, which was actually untrue. This is not the case. This is, an, this is an accusation that is just not true. So my request to you is don't say it again. You're, well, it's a timing of that is very important, Sushant. When you get into a state where you are feeling worthy and you are feeling abundant yourself and you are owning that by honoring yourself and you're standing in that space, you will come across your presence will be quite different. And it will not be a confrontation, it will actually be stating the facts and co-creating a different way in which you're going to operate. And making that as a request. So the other person knows that they can accept it or they can deny it. And if they deny it, it's okay. That's not how you want to operate. In which case you can say, I need to take some time out from this. I'm very happy to work it, or you can say, I'm very happy to co-create a way in which we can work this together. Thank you, Minu, for that explanation as well. We are at time, folks. It went so fast tonight. I don't know what happened. I feel like we've only been here for 15 minutes, but I do love um, the fact, Minu, that we went back to the Q&A for a little while so that people could have a chance to ask questions. So I'm sure from time to time, Minu will continue to open up the floor, but what a great evening. It's so awesome to have you all here. And if you'd like to share any words, any closing words in the chat, I'd love to read those for to Minu. And just thank you all for taking the time every Thursday night. What a beautiful family we have. We're so fortunate and I'm so grateful and I know Minu is so grateful to have you all here and we're all so grateful to have Minu. So if you'd like to go ahead and just make any, any closing comments that you'd like, I'd love to read those from Minu. 
We do have uh, great information for everyone. Truly pearls of wisdom. Absolutely. My word is abundance as always. It's my favorite word and it has so much meaning tonight. Count your blessings. Bliss equals dignity. Count your blessings equals bliss equals dignity. Gorgeous. Expansive and joyful. Love, a cherished gift. Dignity allows one to fly with love and happiness. Beautiful session. Agreed. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will see you right here next Thursday night. I just want to read this one last one from Mary before we, before we uh, close tonight. Have traveled to UK and not able to have attended. Oh, sorry. Mary's just wanting to uh, be with us. So she loves the string of pearls. Lovely to see you. Love you. Lovely to see you, Mary, as always. We have more thank yous going out to you, Minu. Blissed out with dignity. I think that's one worth closing on. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you all.